I have one hat for sweat. I'm like, I'm gonna sweat, I'm gonna wear this hat. Yeah, see, I didn't I didn't anticipate the sweat, and now I've sweat sweated into a non-sweat hat and I've just kind of fucked myself. That's absolutely brutal, dude. You fucked up the, the sweat yeah. hat rotation. Yeah, now I need a new sweat hat and a new hat hat. That's absolutely disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're living over there in, in, in Texas. I don't know how Texas does it, but that ain't I the feel, American way. Yeah, I feel like every hat in Texas is a sweat hat. Maybe that's just it. You just, everyone lives with it. That's brutal. I've been watching, uh, my girlfriend started watch, uh, watching Dexter with me. Uh -huh. And there it's in Florida. Everyone is constantly just drenched in sweat. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. Couldn't they like film it in Vancouver and pretend it's Florida like every other show? You would think. <laughs> Or maybe they just add the sweat. Maybe they do do that, and then they add the sweat they for could. authenticity. Yeah, they add that in meth heads, and they're like, yeah. "This is Florida." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we 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 swear, dude. Yeah, just like they have like a gator walk by every now and then. So yeah, clearly Vancouver. Yeah, we just watched an episode. It was just it was forty minutes of a of a man getting strangled by a loose python. That's the whole episode. Forty the minutes. Whole forty minutes of just of this python that Hick thought he wanted, and then he couldn't handle it because it got too big, and then he released it into the wild. And and Jeremy the python went and he squeezed a man uh, to death for forty five minutes. Dexter wasn't even continued. in the show. <laughs> to be continued next episode another 15 minutes of python strangling yeah at, at the very least and then just a <laughs> lot a of footage just, of of disney world you know yeah I, I had a friend who just moved to florida and i i ruined the whole move for them by telling them about these pythons they have now <laughs> shit dude she didn't know i was yeah. like you don't know that there's alligator eating pythons you don't know they have a reptile problem <laughs> in florida that's usually not a sentence you have to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have to sign a waiver, a Python waiver when you move to Florida. <laughs> yeah, like people buy exotic animals and then let them go. And you have to uh -huh. deal with that. Yeah, yeah. There could be lions next week. Hey, hey dude, I, I saw a guy get bored by a rhino in Florida. <laughs> I mean, I get it. They're cute when they're babies, right? And then you sure. flush a rhino down the toilet. Next thing you know. A Greg from Circuit City is getting bored by one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sure, I get that the breeder said he was going to be that size forever, but, uh, you know, he's just doing that to sell them. You got you to gotta move them, you know? Yeah, a lot of snake oil. <laughs> Snakes and snake oil salesmen in Florida. It's no one wants an adult rhino. Very hard to sell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fun to ride, though. Oh, I mean... It, a real hoot and a half, dude. Mm -hmm. It's like Twister. If Twister was made out of, you know, leathery gray skin. Right. If a Twister was made out of rhinos. Yeah. So uh, better? I don't know. At okay. least different. Um, so this is the Hell Yeah podcast. Hell okay? yeah. Okay. And we, uh, we give people advice, people in need of advice. And uh, let's just get this thing started. Let's do it. Okay, first question. Uh, I, uh, she, so she's 23 and boyfriend is 24. Uh, my boyfriend wants to get matching tattoos with a girl that he's friends with. We've been together for a little over a year now. 
my boyfriend has a childhood best friend who happens to be a girl. Now, for the most part, I don't have any issues with her. She's nice, lives clear on the other side of the country now, and has her own boyfriend. My boyfriend has a lot of female friends. I have a lot of friends of all genders too, so getting bent about the gender of his friends would be pointless. So I'm generally not jealous of their friendship alone. But if that was all, I'd have no problem with him getting a matching tattoo with her. My real issue with the whole thing is that her mother has told him many times throughout his life that she thinks he should marry her daughter. She said to him once up while we were dating. And rather than standing up for me and shutting it down, or even telling her that he is a girlfriend, he just laughed it off. And I expressed that that was hurtful. And at first he brushed me off, but eventually he said something next time, uh, that he'd say something next time, uh, she said something like that. He also went on to tell me in an attempt to comfort me, I guess, that while he had had a crush on her when they were in high school, he had gotten over it because he didn't think he'd ever have a chance with her. Obviously, that did not make me feel better. But since that she was miles away and had her own boyfriend that she talked about with him frequently, I just shut up about it. Anyways, fast forward to the present. She came to visit and they were talking about getting matching tattoos. I didn't say anything in front of her, but when she left for the bathroom, I questioned him about it. He asked if I was jealous and I said, well, yeah, you're getting a matching tattoo with another girl. To which he replied, it would not be any different than if he got a matching tattoo with his guy best friend. I didn't really have a response to that, so I just said we'd talk about it later. I can't figure out if I have the right to be upset about this or not. Obviously, it's his boyfriend, and he can put whatever on it, whatever he wants on it, but I just can't stand the idea of looking at a part of him and thinking about her. Uh, have you considered putting a word limit on these? Too long? <laughs> Here's what I think she should do. I've actually, I think I've got this one. I was worried I wasn't going to have anything. I think I've got this one. You got it? Here's what she does. She approaches the mother mm -hmm. and asks if the mother wants to get matching tattoos with her. Okay. Bringing them closer together. Mm-hmm. Kind of taking all of the, the, the sexual energy out of the matching tattoo idea because now it's with his mom. Mm-hmm. He's sexualizing the other matching tattoo situation, bringing her closer together with the mother. Um, now the mother's all, you should marry this chick that I have a matching tattoo with. <laughs> it would be weird if, if yes. she wasn't part of the family because we have matching tattoos. We, yeah, it's, it's, we're all matching now. Yeah. No. Yeah, they could all, all four of them could get the same matching tattoo. For sure. How about like you allow him to get the matching tattoo if she gets to decide what the tattoo is? Yeah. Like, like the well, tattoo. And the tattoo has to be like, like a portrait of her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like a bust of her, like, you know, shoulders and head, like, like a nice close up, a very nice black and white portraiture. Uh huh. Or just like a bust, like just her, her boobs, like her cartoon boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Other lady has to walk around with someone else's boobs on her. Yeah. Yeah. You could get her name. You could get like just the word skank tattooed. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then every time she looked at it, instead of thinking about the other woman, she'd just think about any old skank. <laughs> to anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Now, I, I think she, I don't know. I think she has a right to be upset. I think that'd be weird, right? If, if you had a girlfriend and you got a matching tattoo with, with another lady. Do, do you think it depends a little bit on what the tattoo is? If it was like, like, like a fucking, like they have some, well, I was like going to say they shared... have, an inside joke, if they have an inside joke, then that's kind of romantic in itself. Yeah. So. I think the only thing is like, if they're on like a, like a Mount Everest trip and everyone else died, and they're the only ones that escaped, like the avalanche. <laughs> yeah, that would like, be fine. Like they would have to share like a, a traumatic experience to right, where, like, like, okay. Right. Like if it says R.I.P. Jimmy, that's probably okay. Yeah, you know. But <laughs> but if it's Jimmy just and crew. <laughs> yeah. But if it's like a butterfly to signify, you know, a, a lovely, you know, the first time they met, it's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, we ate pizza together the first time we hung out, so it's a slice of pizza. That would be yeah. weird. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say. It can't don't... be too inside. It almost has to be random, like maybe a, like a rhino. Maybe, maybe a, a nice leathery rhino. Yeah, no, that's, I don't know why he wants to get the matching tattoo. He I also think... said he used to be in love with her, so that's. He probably still is. I think there might be a little something there. There's, there's still a, there's still a spark for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's I mean, hope he's hoping he's gonna be able to you know his his the mom's dreams gonna come true, and he's gonna you know, marry the lady. Yeah, I love that his his attempt to comfort her was, don't worry, I'll never cheat on with you her with her because she won't. <laughs> because I never will have the chance. Yeah. She'll never give me the time of day. <laughs> no, what in the yeah, nothing to worry about. She's she's not gonna want to at all. <laughs> Try as I might, I can't seem to seal the deal. So yeah. you're fine. Yeah, my pickup game is trash. You don't have to worry about a damn thing. <laughs> but mm -hmm. also, what a weird move of him. So he's trying to get this matching tattoo with her, maybe fall in love, maybe marry this this other girl, best friend in quotation marks. He's gonna get a matching yeah. tattoo. You know how many relationships end because they have matching tattoos yeah yeah that's right he's digging himself a grave before he even gets that that's right I, it makes me wonder like if <laughs> is a friendship more likely to end because you got matching tattoos <laughs> is that just like a law of the universe i don't i think once you get a a, a tattoo things are gonna crumble right yeah, that's why i'm i'm pure i'm pure as the driven snow patrick guy okay? we've got we've got matching uh pale skin <laughs> And I'm scared. I'm scared if I ever get a tattoo, someone's going to get hurt. Someone's going to die. I don't know. A national disaster will happen. Uh huh. I'm not letting ink get in the skin, dude. Uh-uh. No. That's... I'm, go <laughs> I'm going to heaven. Okay, Patrick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah God not... still loves me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not hanging out uh, in hell with Dave Navarro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, on my watch. Catch me on the unemployment line. All right. Yeah. Ed Hardy, get out of here. Not on my watch. Not in my Subaru. No, yeah. thank you. I'm taking this Subaru straight up the heavenly stairs. Henry Rollins? Mm -mm. Not on my watch, though. Not with his Rolling long Rolling on out of here. That's what I say. Anyway, Patrick Fishman, <laughs> what do you think is the best advice that you have ever gotten? I don't know if it's the best advice I ever got in comedy. Um, but one time I was doing a road show um, with a couple of these pro dudes um, who had just 
they've been living in England for a few years doing comedy there and they just moved back to Canada when I was still in Canada. Yeah. Uh, and they were doing like a mini tour to celebrate their homecoming yeah. and they needed like a driver and a host. So I did a few of the shows with them. Uh, and we were going to like this rowdy shithole town to play like a Legion hall. Hell yes, dude. <laughs> it's just like a, imagine like, I don't know if you guys have these in California, but ski-doo jackets. Ski-doo you know? jackets. Okay. Like, like I, I, I don't like a ski-doo, like a, like, a, like the, like a jet ski. Yeah. They have like branded jackets that are oh. like the uniform of Canadian Hicks. Hell yes, dude. That is sweet. <laughs> Yeah. So imagine, imagine it's called it's called the Moose Lodge, and it's just ski doo jackets as far as you can see. Hell yes. Um, and it was so one of the guys, Dylan. Um, again, I'm not sure if this is advice, <laughs> but it's something that I've held with me when it comes to hosting comedy shows, which yeah. you, you know a thing or two about. He was like, uh, "I need you to bomb for ten minutes." Damn. <laughs> He's like. Like, I don't care how this goes at all. He's like, here's what's going to happen. Peter's going to go up. He's going to do his thing. He's going to finish. Everyone in the building is going to go piss and get a drink. <laughs> it's like, uh, I need you to stand there for 10 minutes and bomb your ass off until they're back in their seats. God damn. And it just like, again, not necessarily advice, but it, it, it made me rethink the job of hosting. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's a different type of work than doing uh, a traditional stand-up set for sure but i don't i don't know how like you want to keep the room alive like there is you got to keep the show going like i think people... that's i think that's what he meant yeah that it doesn't matter what you say as long as you're talking into the microphone for 10 yeah which i do constantly people will come and people will be setting up like music instruments and that will take <laughs> forever and so i just have to go and talk about anything or i'll talk to people i'll have people give each other compliments which is one yeah. of my favorite go-tos uh-huh yep I've, yeah. I've been there for that <laughs> Ooh. one of my favorite ones uh same tour with those two guys um we were doing like this brewery and again like another like small town yeah area um like kind of like cottage country like lake country hell yeah um at this brewery and uh the mic cord i'm hosting my cord is like cutting out throughout my set and by the end it's just done <laughs> <laughs> so the first guy goes up and he's like talking into like rolled up cutlery damn <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and he's like you know he's just we're this is the show now we're shouting yeah. and people can barely hear yeah it's um, like it's like bad theater at this point <laughs> So they only had one mic cable. Damn. So the owner of the brewery is in the back and he's like, I'm going to fix this. And he starts soldering. <laughs> oh, shit. He's soldering this mic cable. Um, and the guy's got like, so the first act, he's got like five minutes left in his set. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. his closer. He's got like a long bit that he closes on. And I know he's like just getting into it. And the guy's like, I fixed the cord. I'm going to go plug it in. I'm like, not now. Just let, yeah, him, you gotta let him finish his set. Uh, we'll, we'll plug it in before the next guy goes up. It's fine. Yeah. He's like, uh, I think I'm going to do it. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Don't. And he's like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Just <laughs> up, interrupts the dude's closer to plug the mic back in. And to his credit, it did work, but it did suck all the momentum out of this. <laughs> job. I'm impressed that that guy had the equipment and knew how to solder a mic cable back together. Yeah. 
Yeah, small town. <laughs> so he's he was also the mayor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was That's the mayor the and the mayor. cable in the town. <laughs> he's in charge. Yeah, he also ran the underground Russian roulette league. <laughs> Yeah, that's big in Canada. Yeah, he had seven fingers, all pinkies. <laughs> How do you think he got so good at soldering? Yeah, it was the strangest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> really getting there close. Exactly. You got to pinch it off. So we got more people looking yeah, for advice, uh, Patrick Fishman. Let's see what we got here. I hope this one's uh, longer. Um, how to tell my roommate her boyfriend needs to get the fuck out of our place. I have nothing against him hanging out here, but it's been 10 days. If my boyfriend came over, that'd be like for a day or two. But this guy obviously has no shame. A few days ago, I was making myself coffee at 1 p.m. And he asked me if I could be more quiet in my own apartment in the middle of the day. I am very upset and I want him out of here. But I don't know how to tell that to my roommate since I don't want this to affect our relationship. And the last thing I want is her moving out to live with him. Plus, I really don't have the space to talk to her about this with him being here all the time. Oof, a tale as old as time, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. See, this one's a little tougher for me because it feels real. Too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I could talk all day about how she needs to uh, just fucking, you know. Just needs, needs to pull that together, trigger. Rip the bandaid off and say something, but I would never. <laughs> Not in a million years. Yeah, People cut in front of me in line all the time. I don't say nothing. No. <laughs> I actually, I, I pay for their stuff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, that's a very nice bottle of pedo on me, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know the thing where people pay for the person behind them in line? I pay for the people who cut me off. <laughs> yeah, and then and then they knock all the, my stuff out of my hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just hand my credit card from the back yeah. of the line. I have them pass it up to the front, and I say, get everybody. I'm yeah. scared. On me. I am so frightened of confrontation. <laughs> Okay, what do you think? We gotta, I mean, we can't, that can't be our advice here. I mean, at the, at communication, she has to do it. She has to say it if it's bugging her that much, mm -hmm. you know? I would lead with, uh, he told me to shut up when I was making coffee at yeah. 1 p.m. in my own home. <laughs> like That seems like a solid argument. Yeah, you, you, like, what does he do? Why does he need quiet at 1 p.m. at not his place? Yeah, yeah. I, could you keep down the coffee grinder? I'm, I'm working on my rap. Yeah, come on, dude. We don't care about your manifesto. People need ca caffeination. Doesn't it kind of seem like he either doesn't have his own place or lives in like an absolute shithole, and that's why he's kind of mooching off, off their probably nicer place? Probably, yeah. You know, he sleeps in a, in a, you know, a nest of clothes. Uh -huh. And so he's is kind of like a vacation. What if uh, you kind of godfathered it and, you know, one day they wake up just the head of a horse. You head know, of a rhino. Head of a rhino is just in their bed. Even big, that would take up so much of the bed. So much space. It's going to be cramped. I, yeah, that's true. You could do, if you want to go down that road, maybe we could uh, stage some sort of haunting. Hey, hauntings are big. Yeah. Big these days. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a couple bloody footprints outside their door. Mm-hmm. Get like else? a get like a, a, a an old grandfather clock. Maybe oh. maybe an old record player that plays only Tiny Tim. What about like a stereo with a remote control? That, so they don't know you're turning it on. They think it's mm-hmm. turning it on on its own. Mm-hmm. But like a recording of someone speaking Latin in there <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, you could do a whole bunch of different pranks. You could just turn into a YouTube prankster. Yeah. And just and just turn turn their life into absolute ruins. Yeah, turn yeah. their house into hype house. <laughs> yeah. they're all hyped out. Yeah, that's not shampoo. That's <laughs> lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we replaced their water with boiling water. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to prank house. Today I'm. I pissed in their beds. It's <laughs> not the most creative work, but it's effective. <laughs> yeah. They were drinking at a water fountain. I shoved their mouth right into the metal faucet. <laughs> Got him. I killed his dad. What's I up? Prank. Bashed their knees with a metal rod and yelled Tanya Harding. <laughs> I took out a bunch of loans in their name. They won't be able to pay back. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Sugar in their gas tank. More like sugar in their gas tank and everywhere else. <laughs> sugar house. <laughs> what do you think is the, uh, the worst advice you ever had? I mean, I think it was bad advice. Not the, maybe not advice, but like you're sort of... When I was growing up, people still thought going to a, like a, a college or like a university uh, was the way to be successful. <laughs> that education means something yeah and it turns out it's mostly theft it's mostly your family (laughs) getting robbed of a tremendous amount of money for no reason getting Uh, that debt i would never give that advice to a kid now i would say you know try to get into something that uh um that's you know maybe not not english lit maybe did, did you go to school i did i um i went to the university of british columbia in vancouver Uh, and then question, I question, do they not like at the end? Is there does the cer- ceremony have anything to do with uh, with a sword? Is there a sword involved? Um, I don't know why in my head I think there's a sword. I think you're thinking of uh, getting knighted. <laughs> yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> no, that's what happened to my roommate who went to England. He got knighted. Oh, god, yeah, came yeah. back, <laughs> came back was... a few pounds, bought the house, loose change. All right, all right, all right. What would you um, get, get your degree in? No, I didn't. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> I, uh, I was there for like a year and a half and I, I drank and, and smoked too much weed and never went to class. And at a certain point I was like, I have to leave uh, before they kick me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving either on my accord or exactly. their accord. It's like you you can't fire me i quit that's what i told yeah. the university of british columbia <laughs> uh, hell yes and then i took a year off and i went back to like a, a more of a community college kind of situation and i did a film filmmaking program hell yes that's what i'm doing I, right now i did actually finish that one fuck yeah yeah no that's a big win we got more advice let's do it i broke up with him because he never went to the dentist and does not wear clean wash clothes. 30 years old man, this is not very well English. 
Uh, no. 30 years old They're man. not going to get knighted. They're not getting knighted at the end. Not at all, dude. Uh, I got scared of catching diseases, so ran away. He reaches out to me after breaking up with him. What should I say to him? That he's a dirty wow. boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a dirty, dirty boy in a bad way. I mean, I think uh, she should say whatever she can muster because English is not her forte. <laughs> I think it would have to be pretty bad. Like, this guy's hygiene has to be so fucking bad. Like, I feel like I, I don't go to the dentist that often. Mm-hmm. Like, I went probably last year, but before that, I don't think I went for, like, five years. Yeah. But, like, I, I brush my teeth. Yeah. Exactly. I'm guessing this guy's just nothing. Well, what did she say? He doesn't wear clean, washed clothes. He doesn't wear clean, washed clothes. He's wearing some dirty clothes. Yeah, I almost feel like the dentist is the least of his concerns. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, go to the laundromat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, laundromat first, dentist second. Um, okay, I don't think she, I mean, is this guy even capable of reaching out to her? Does, <laughs> Does he have a cell phone? You know, I don't think so. I think he, <laughs> I'm getting strong lives in a van vibes. From yeah, this whole situation. He's just a dirty boy. What, what's your showering habits, Pat? How, how often do you shower every day? I do, yeah. I mean, yes. maybe I might like, maybe like a hungover Sunday or something, I'll miss one here or there, but uh, pretty happens, much every day. Happens to the best of us. Any day I'm going out into the world, absolutely. Brush once or twice a day? Twice, and even three if I can get one in. Hell yes, dude. Yeah. Get- I think Usually twice if I'm working, because like it's once in the morning and then, you know, my advice for this lady, okay, you already you broke up with him. You don't need to, if he reaches out to you, you don't need to reply. That's right. Like you don't need to ghost the guy. Yeah. You don't owe him shit. This one doesn't even seem like a real problem. Like it seems like all the, the problems here are hidden underneath the question. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like he should have written in and been like how do i stop being such a stinky piece of shit how do i stop being so smelly yeah yeah i i, I smell like a like a county fair porta potty okay <laughs> yeah yeah i keep eating air fresheners but it's not working yeah i i, I smell like a city street after it rained okay <laughs> depending on the city that can be nice but i i know which one you're thinking yeah about. i'm talking about a, talking about a bad one yeah, you're talking about that, like a, like a ratty pigeon kind of. Yeah. Like a wet pigeon. For sure. I'm talking wet dog hair mixed in with, you know, grime yeah. and grease and broken dreams. Yeah, like an old pizza pocket dipped yeah. in sewage. I'm talking the, the Grinch's layer. Like if a like if a belly button were a city. Uh, for sure. <laughs> you know, if if Nick Nolte's feet were a were an establishment uh-huh. <laughs> yeah if nick nolte's feet had a, had an area code yeah okay that's that's what i'm guessing this guy smells like um <laughs> advice to that guy do some washing yeah wash your clothes wash your body wash your teeth okay Go to the Wa- watch watch a youtube video on how to brush your teeth okay yeah Scrubby, scrubby. Not that hard. Okay, go little semi-circles, or uh-huh. full circles. Uh-huh. Each tooth. Get the toothpaste on there. Get cleaned up. This lady, find hey, her listen, a new man. These days, an electric toothbrush, not that expensive. Not that expensive. Real cheap. Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe. the investment if, it's, if you're losing women over it. Oh, absolutely, dude. <laughs> 
Yeah. And for this lady, I, uh, go find a, a clean man. Yeah. Don't don't reply to him. He needs yeah. to learn this lesson. Absolutely. Maybe reply with respectfully. Uh, you need to go to the dentist. Yeah. You and then he'll learn his lesson. You can move on. Yeah. It's easy. Everyone wins. Oh, we yeah. got we got another question. My housemate has invited a few friends over for dinner in four hours. Uh, he's making chicken curry and the raw chicken has been sitting on the counter for over two hours already. Uh, he is now gone out to meet a friend for lunch and left the chicken out. He's extremely disorganized and chaotic in general. But now I'm worried that he's going to give everyone food poisoning. He's making a veggie curry for me, but I'm worried that it'll come into contact with the raw chicken and I'll get sick. What should I do? I'm considering pretending that I don't feel well so I can skip out on dinner. But I'm still concerned about his guests. Please note that this is his house and he is 40 years older than me and he has generously let me stay here for free for a couple of months. He's an old friend of my parents. Uh, for those reasons, among others, I would feel uncomfortable asking about the chicken, like if he meant to leave it out. He probably already thinks I'm neurotic since he noticed I might, I, I brought a carbon monoxide detector after he left the gas valve on for the fireplace for weeks while he was on holiday once. I love the idea that it's neurotic to not want to die of carbon monoxide. Right? <laughs> like, they, uh, like she, talk to your therapist about that. Yeah, like she doesn't want to worry about lighting a candle, you know? <laughs> Blowing up the apartment complex. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that he is a stomach of steel because he probably always is careless with his food. Am I overthinking it? As a lifelong vegetarian, I don't know how much meat uh, about much about meat, but Google says you shouldn't leave it out for more than two hours. By the way, it wasn't frozen. Wasn't frozen. Okay, that's important. Wasn't frozen. Okay, well, I mean, okay, right off the bat, first advice: do the old, do the old curry in the napkin, put it in your pocket trick. Mm -hmm. Leave that dinner party with a pocket full of curry. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with a pocket full of curry. Okay, it'll yeah. wash out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want to get chased down the street by raccoons and shit. So you gotta you gotta deal with it quickly upon leaving. For sure. If you have a if you're in a bobcat dense area, you're gonna uh -huh. run into a situation. Yeah, bobcats love curry. Everyone knows that. Common bobcat. Okay. First thing you 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 know when you go to the Monterey Aquarium is a bobcats. Make sure you don't have any curry on you because we do have bobcats in there and they will they yeah. will get you. <laughs> yeah, check your mutter paneer at the door. Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I think, okay, pocket full of curry if you don't want to get sick. Um, but like the real advice, just put the chicken in. I mean, it's obviously way too late now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> put the chicken in the fridge and be like, oh, you left the chicken out. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be fair. Yeah. And then I they'll think... be like, oh, I was trying to get it to room temperature. And yeah. you'll say for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I think she. I think she is. She. She. Or I don't know if it's I, this person asks if if they're overthinking it. I think they are. They just need to put it in the fridge. Yeah, put it in the fridge. And the other thing is like, I know Google said two hours. I think. Um, I think since it's gonna get cooked, it's probably okay to be out for a little while. Like, I, 
I don't think yeah. she needs to worry about her vegetarian curry somehow coming into contact with that chicken. Yeah. Like, even if he's stirring the chicken with the same thing and putting it in the other thing, it's all getting cooked. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of overthinking there too. Um, but yeah. you know, but there is no, oh, I think she's overthinking about like how he's going to react. Yeah. I love that. I love this question because by, um, by the time this episode comes out there's just absolutely no way they they could be dead at this point (laughs) they might have died from the chicken by the chicken or the fuck the the carbon monoxide or carbon monoxide or a bobcat attack (laughs) yeah they could have a lot of problems but hopefully this will help not you know them in the future or someone else who has you know come into the same situation that's right. That's right. It's not just about helping this person. It's about helping everybody. Helping other people, helping the world. Helping and the world. what kind of advice do you like to give? Um, advice that I um, act like I'm qualified to give. Hell yes. That's, I, I don't, I think I give the most advice when I've been drinking. Um, and it's, it's usually um, with too much bravado. Hey, that's the best way to give advice with false confidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Like a new, like a like a comic who's been doing it eight months talking to a comic who's been doing it one month. That's <laughs> kind of my general vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What What do you think has uh, been your favorite piece of advice that you've given out recently? Oh, fuck! These questions are so good. I have a comic friend who's doing pretty well. Um. And they were a little bit upset because they had heard someone was maybe talking some shit about them. Um, and I told her that, um, <laughs> I go, nobody's, I don't think any of these people are going to watch this, but <laughs> well, they might. <laughs> um, just that uh, people who have been doing it longer than you um, think they're entitled to your, your success. Um, even if they can't see that they don't work as hard and they're not as talented. For sure. Um, and one day soon, they won't even be on your radar anymore. Absolutely. That's great advice. I think especially in this um, comedy world, I think jealousy can be super easy to get. And, um, mm-hmm. and when people are jealous of you, that can kind of get in your head. You're like, where is that coming from? It's- well, and the other thing is the, the imposter syndrome is a big thing in comedy. So if people are, you know, so you start questioning whether you deserve whatever little successes you do get. Absolutely. <laughs> <brutal fucking game>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm a monster. Where I, I don't deserve any of this. Yeah. 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 I did. I, sh- <laughs> I don't deserve to get booked on a fucking ambush show at a shithole bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to, perf- you know, I didn't get to earn performing to three people at a, at a Christmas tree fair, you know, yeah, it's all who, you know, <laughs> At the Christmas tree fair. It really is, though. It's all politics. Yeah. I knew Santa, a.k.a. Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, the local comic who's been doing it for 40 years. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's a comic in, in the summer, but in the winter, Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we'll, we'll do one more. Yeah, let's do one more. We'll do one more. Let me, let me find it. I got so many questions. So many people need our advice. They need our help. My boyfriend, 28, won't fart around me. Now, I know that he is freely in the past with exes, 
and we've been dating for three years. So, like, what gives? Which she knows that he's farted in front of past girlfriends? I guess so, but how? Right. I would love to follow up with this person. Yeah, like, why do you know that he's farted in front of exes? Yeah, if he's unwilling to fart in front of you, why is he uh, forthcoming with that information? Yeah. Like, uh, I think initially my reaction is, like, good? Like, why aren't you happy? Yeah, it's, it's... Sort of seems like you're looking at a gift horse in the mouth. But also, I get like, why does he not feel comfortable around me enough to let it let let it go? Right. Well, the weird wrinkle here is that she knows he's done that in the past. Yeah. So maybe he's turned over a new leaf. Like, maybe he likes her so much. He's like, I want this to be more pure. How does she know that he's farting when he's not around her? Maybe... He has some issues going in there. He's not passing gas. Maybe. <laughs> Did he switch his diet? This is, like, there's a lot of follow-up questions on yeah. this one. Okay. Has he just been eating red meat nonstop? Uh-huh. Okay. Maybe he needs to go see a di- dietitian. Yeah. Maybe uh, Maybe he died. <laughs> and this is uh, this is a cyborg replacement <laughs> that doesn't fart. You never know. Also, is she farting? In front of him. Is she? I don't know. Right. Maybe she needs to open, like, you know, open the floodgates. Maybe she needs to open. Maybe she needs to start, you know, shitting her pants while yeah, they're yeah. watching Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, sure. Rip a wet one during Jeopardy. Back okay. to back. Just let the smells, let it consume him, and maybe uh-huh. he'll feel a little more comfortable letting go his, his, uh, his, his ooey gooey gas. It's interesting. We've had, uh, one girl, boyfriend too stinky. Another girl, boyfriend not stinky enough. Not stinky enough. W- women, am I right? <laughs> you just I can't think, please them. You know, good advice for both of them. They should, they should, they should wife swap. Ooh, wife swap. They should wife swap. Yeah, stinky boyfriend swap. Yeah. When I was a little boy, I used to watch TV with my mom, and my mom watched wife uh, wife swap, and I would cry during it. Uh, <laughs> I would cry. I didn't want to lose my mom. I was scared it would happen to me. You thought people were just wife swapping left and right. Yeah, like, I, thought, I thought I thought this television program was gonna come and steal my mom. Yeah. And <laughs> put it's gonna knock on the door. It's a producer. <laughs> and they're gonna or put it. You're getting mom swapped. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's a stranger with conflicting views in my house. <laughs> Turns out they're a Mormon. You know. They should do that show, just like single mom swap. <laughs> See how the kids handle it. Yeah, let's just, this is what we're going to do. Okay, we're going to traumatize kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. It's going to be good. There's going to be different moms. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. It's... <laughs> we're we're going to ruin these kids' lives for the entertainment of America. <laughs> 7 p.m. NBC. Yeah, we got this lady. She she's she's addicted to buying shit on eBay that she doesn't need. She's a hoarder. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah the kid has to like. Oh oh, so do, wait, do the kids stay in their own house and the moms switch houses or do? Yeah, they... I think the moms the moms just switch houses. Okay, so at least the kid is used to the hoarding. They don't. That doesn't change. Yeah yeah. But but not the new kids. The new kids don't know anything about it. The new kids have to get Let's used to the it. new kids. The new kids will 
watch their house become a hoarder house. Oh, for sure. Guess, right. yeah. She's not going to stop hoarding because she's in a new environment. Of course not. No, she just has more space. If I've learned anything from hoarders, right? more space, they're going to fill up that new space. Yeah, that new house is just a closet. Yeah, it's just your new, your, Timmy, your bedroom, no longer your bedroom. I need to put all my beard steins in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a lot of garden gnomes. Yeah. And they got to go somewhere. I have all these antique Tupperware I need space for. All right. Well, where am I going to put my old Time magazines? Yeah. This is 1980s Tupperware, okay? This is the good <laughs> shit made with fiberglass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What am I going to do with my sacks full of asbestos? Okay. My lead needs to go somewhere. <laughs> Okay, how do we help this person? Boyfriend won't fart. I, I think open the floodgate. I think start farting around him. I think that's it. And then and then communicate and maybe maybe challenge him to like a fart off. Oh, fart off. A good yeah. old fact fart off. Okay, go ahead. Go to the store, get make some chili, get some hungry man, maybe go to Taco Bell. Really a lot of broccoli, get a lot of broccoli, a lot of these gassy oh, yeah, foods. This is a good idea. Like you could start dosing him with beans. For sure. Little beans into the food just to see, because then we can determine whether or not it's like a, some sort of non-farting robot or medical issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, start supplementing his diet with, with gassy foods. And if he's still not farting after that, you challenge him to a fart off. Mm-hmm. And then, are you man enough? Yeah, <laughs> try to... <laughs> Try to emasculate him first. <laughs> For sure. Definitely <laughs> put on your best wrestling voice. Yeah. Nothing to, gets man farting. Uh, yeah. To be the man, you got to out fart the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Talk to him like you're the macho man. Yeah, okay. Got to Ric Flair it up. And, <laughs> and you got to just fucking bro down, uh-huh. have a fart um, off. Yeah, I'll call him brother. Hey there, brother. <laughs> yeah. I've started finding myself calling people brother in, in too many situations. Really? Yeah, it's a problem. Like, yeah. like give me an example. I'll be like, thank, like, thanks, brother. <laughs> that was the least detailed example. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like someone, someone will hand me something. Like someone handed me some money the other day. And I'm like, thanks, brother. Okay. All right. I get it. Yeah, I work a retail job right now, and um, my favorite is boss. I don't who, boss is boss is a good one. Who who has this kind of confidence? <laughs> Just walking around calling people boss. It's, boss, I like chief. Chief is good. Chief is a wild one. Chief is like chief is like boss on steroids. Oh, one hundred percent. No one ever sees a chief coming. Yeah, yeah. Chief is like a dude who wants to call people a boss, but also like wants there to be like vague racial undertone <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah yeah they, they want they're like hey maybe this guy has donald trump bobbleheads in his car yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 maybe this guy's a huge fan of rush limbaugh yeah yeah there's a don't tread on me flag above his bed yeah he's looking for a uh you know a secret meetup group for, <laughs> for q dude yeah yeah Chief is, 
Yeah. yeah, it's like how can I call someone boss and like be a little racist? And then you can you can always throw in like a uh, like a wild card. Be get real weird with it. Throw someone off guard. Call them like a rascal. That's nice. See, <laughs> yeah. I would love that. So, <laughs> <laughs> just another grown man comes <laughs> to buy something from my store and, and and greets me with what What's up, rascal? Yeah, what's up, you rascal? There's a dude who comes into the store all the time who talks to me like we've been friends for 20 years. Love that. And it's amazing. I don't even know how to properly describe it, but what the, kind like of st- every time he says something ridiculous. That what kind like, of store do you work in? It's a liquor store. Oh, hell yes, dude. <laughs> so we, one more person needs advice. Yeah, let's do one more, I think. And and that person is, is me. Oh, is Patrick, this how you end every episode? That's how I end every episode. Patrick Fishman... If you could give Michael Nordstrom any advice, what advice would it be? It could be in life. It could be about comedy. It could be about the way I dress, the way I talk. It could be about anything. Whatever you see that I could uh, use a little tip, what advice would you give? Okay, my advice when it comes to the way you dress and the way you talk is don't change a goddamn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Always rocking the best shirts. Whatever that thing. What is that? Velvet? It's velour. Velour, that's what I meant. It's velour. This is the first podcast that I've recorded that I wasn't wearing a Wrangler shirt. Right. Um, okay, no, keep wearing the clothes. Keep, keep, whatever, whatever your fucking voice is, keep doing that. Hell yes. <laughs> I like your, I like your stage voice because it's kind of your, it's like um, your real voice, but like amped up a, a few notches. Yeah, yeah, a little, little, little uh, exaggerated on stage. Yeah, a little like it's like Mike Nordstrom uh, meets Cookie Monster is kind of your stage voice. You know what? When I was a, a little boy, that's that's always what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> With comedy, just d- keep doing it. Go out a lot. Go to the city. You're very funny. Hell Get yourself yeah. on at the punchline and stuff. You're good. You're gonna be just fine. You don't even need my advice. I'm, I'm old and I'm failing. My no, no, no. You're killing it. You're in a new city. You're you're rising up the ranks of Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you can catch me at every open mic. Yeah, uh, yes. And Patrick, yeah, just, just keep doing it. You're great. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you for coming on. Give me, uh, give me. You got any plugs? Anything you want? Uh, social media or anything? Um. I have this um, Instagram account called Patrick Fishman Comedy, which I I was like, okay, I'm going to make my old account, uh, my personal account and start a professional one. And then I've just uh, like, I've done nothing with it. So hell yes. (laughs) So I have like, like, so everyone in Austin who I know, which is not very many people uh, like follows that one. And there's like one post and like 40 followers. Yes. (laughs) um so yeah you know if anyone wants to give that a little bump just give a little bump check that out I mean, get me to get me to 100 followers that's all you're asking for <laughs> not much uh, I, honestly i don't have i don't really care social media can kind of fuck off uh, <laughs> oh, that's um go support go support your local comedy who cares about my my plug go to a show hell yes uh, well, this has been the Hell Yeah Podcast. Go check us out. We're on all sorts of different platforms. Hell Yeah Podcast. Just go find us. Um, uh, hell Yeah, spelled Y-A. Okay. Hell Yeah Podcast. And uh, go send us an email. Um, call our phone line. 
Ask for advice. We'll answer in the next episode. I've been Michael Nordstrom. This has been Patrick Fishman. And this has been the Hell Yeah Can I get a hell yeah? What? What? Can I get a hell yeah? What? What? Uh, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I know it ain't right. And I know it ain't right. And I know you shouldn't take this advice. But make sure you're really drunk when you drive and walk on some glass with no shoes on and don't pay for your meal. Dining dash. Because I'm gonna tell you the wrong thing to do So can I get a hell yeah? What?